0: Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, seven. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing,
1: that was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends. Yep.
0: Gentlemen, start your engines
2: to infinity and beyond.
1: Touch of madness around
2: here.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to DDP. Today a show a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by two of my amazing co-hosts, friends, buddies, pals, amigos, two guys I'll be spending a ton of time with as you're listening to the show as we are out West in Disneyland. Have an incredible time at the DDP today, twenty 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 three. I think I said 2020 too many times, but that's okay. Family vacation. I'm going to start with my buddy just right up north the road from me, and that is
1: Mr. Mike. What's up, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's good to see you guys. I have a a very short week of work this week. Uh, I'm only working two days. I'm working Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, I got to spend some time with the family this upcoming 4th of July. And then after that, I'm not working much either. A couple of days in, and then we're on vacation. So uh, it's kind of like just a couple more days to punch that clock and then head out and uh, really enjoy some good family time out in the old West Coast.
0: Man, and you deserve it, buddy. I'm so excited for your vacation. You're going to have a blast. And I cannot wait. I know I just saw you just a couple days ago, but I'm still excited to get out there because, man, that first night when I'm there, you get there a day before, but the first (laughs) night when I'm there, me, you, Dan, Joe, Rick Reagan, like all these great people all going to be out there having a beverage, relaxing, having some fun in Disneyland, and I can't wait. Speaking of one of those great people, it's my buddy. It's my co-host of Universal Unleashed, my co-host of Away With Me Travel. I feel like at some point we're just going to move in together. The great Dan Rossi, how are you, man?
2: What's going on, gentlemen? I'm good. I'm good. I am. uh, I am now three uh, shifts at the firehouse away from uh, from vacation. So I'm really excited. I got to work the third, the sixth, and the ninth. I think so. uh, You know, unless there's an overtime shift thrown in there, uh, I'm getting. You know, starting to get more excited as the days pass, uh, and then maybe. Next weekend or something, maybe I'll, I'll I'll pull the suitcases out and start packing, or maybe on that Tuesday night before we leave. So, but we'll see. But I'm uh yeah I'm I'm ready to go tonight, and and I uh, cannot wait to see you, gentlemen. And gosh, less than two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an absolutely amazing time. So many great people come out there. So if you have not gone and joined the DDP uh, Facebook page, make sure to do that. DDP today Facebook family on Facebook because that's where we're going live when we do a lot of fun stuff when we're out west. Hanging with the DDP family, um, guys. I'm tired. I got it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna fake it. I'm tired. Here's why. I've decided that I would wait till the hottest day of the year to try to lay sod in my yard. Now, last time I laid sod, I was 16, and I we did it on our soccer field. Um, they used child labor to uh, to build our soccer field. They instead of hiring people, they just had our you know us players out there laying sod. And I thought, man, this is easy. This is an easy job. I my hands are bruised, my back hurts. Like I this is I, I would rather look at dirt than look at green grass ever again if I have to go through this. Mike, it's it's just too much.
1: I don't think it's the laying side part. I think it's that you're over that 40 mark now. I just want to remind I'm, you of I'm that. I'm feeling it. And yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Now, everything you do hurts. Uh, just literally getting out of bed in the morning hurts. So this is what's being in your 40 and plus club means. I'm sure Dan can attest to this. Um, so I wouldn't blame so much on your side laying skills. I would say it's probably more of your old age is finally catching up to you. You know what's funny? Do you guys do this? And I talked about it on the Way
0: With Me Travel Show. Do you guys look at people on Facebook that you're you know you went to like high school with or school with you know maybe middle school and you'll see him you go golly they look old man look at those people and because in your head you have this view of yourself you know and i guess it's not true um, <laughs> but you look at people and you're like whoa they're gonna be in a home soon you know um but I'm feeling it this week, man. They're probably looking at me going, say, look at that old man trying to lay <laughs> sod down there down the street. It's just, I'm, I'm really, really hurting uh, today. So, and I, last night I took, <laughs> Dan, last night I took, I took a, I took Tylenol, then I took some ibuprofen, and then I took, I haven't taken a Benadryl, and I couldn't tell you how long, Ooh. because my allergies were junk from working outside all day. So I took two Benadryl. That knock you out? Oh, 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 I, you, what's that thing? Locked in syndrome. I'm pretty sure I had locked in syndrome for about eight and a half hours. <laughs> like I couldn't move. I was just like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> Benadryl is not for this guy. It took two cups of coffee and expresso this morning to get me up on my feet and moving around. So it was, it was something.
2: Well, you know what Benadryl actually could have two different reactions to it. You could either get knocked out or for whatever reason, uh, my middle one, Finn, if he takes Benadryl it absolutely he like, he's walking on the ceiling. It has a complete opposite effect for him, and uh, it is something that we try at all costs to avoid ever giving to him, uh, (laughs) because Finn, without Benadryl, is already walking on the ceiling. So we try to avoid giving him Benadryl.
0: Well, uh, but I'm with it. I'm here, and uh, we're excited to record episode 302 of DDP today. Episode 303 is going to be super special, because that one will be live from Disneyland with myself, Mike, Dan, and Joe all together out there a lot with the DDP family as well. So can't wait to take you out west with us. We will be coming to you live many times, and we also bring you a live show from out west. But before we head west, boys, let's stay here in Central Florida, and let's head over to the Magic Kingdom in that general area, and we have a fun episode for you where we're going to bring the sights, the sounds, mostly the sounds, of this amazing area to your ears to transport you to your last and your next Disney vacation as we go through our favorite top 10 sound bites from the Magic Kingdom. Uh, boys, you know, we've, we've done a, Mike, we've done an episode in the past where we did the top smells mm-hmm. before. Uh, you know, we talk about what we see all the time. I don't think we've ever done a touch episode that may be a little weird, you know. Like, I don't <laughs> know how many, how many touches you can have around that, you know, that would be good. But we've never done a sound bites of the Magic Kingdom. This is something new for DDP today.
1: Yeah, I think so, and, and you know, now that I'm thinking about some of the touches, I could probably come up with a few. I mean, now that I'm kind of breaking my brain, the Winnie a the Pooh wall. Yeah, Google. that's one of them, but we all try to avoid that one, but um, I don't know, maybe the, the cold handrails or something, I don't know, we would we'll figure something out, I'll have to think about that on my uh, plane trip over to California.
0: That'll be episode like 800 when we're completely out of ideas. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> It's just just completely done.
1: How many bricks are there on the way we'll into Magic phone, Kingdom? Just
0: phone it in <laughs> at that point, I mean, just, like, at that point it's just going to be thrown out to the to the Patriot family every week, like, what do you want to talk about? Um, but until now we still have we still have ideas we still come to you with shows uh, dan how important is sound to you when you enter a park like are you listening and catching those little things here and there that really makes you feel like you're inside the magic
2: yeah you know what and, and like the list that we're going to go through today i mean it just these are basically i mean these are basically like things if, if if you're a disney person you know exactly what it is when you hear it and it, it's just things that make me feel happy so, like, you know, if I think of, like, you know, working at the firehouse, there are certain sounds that we hear in the firehouse that when we hear them, it, you know, it brings a certain reaction or response. Like, you know, when, you know, if, if there's if there's a call coming in, I don't know if you've ever did you ever see the, sh- the show emergency when you were a kid? No, so it was like a fireman show is from like the 70s. Like there is a sound whenever like their calls came in. Well, we actually have that in our station. So it's kind of like a pre alarm. So whenever we hear that, it's almost like, oh boy, here we go. You know, like what's coming now? Or, you know, there's different sounds all throughout the station. And and, and like I said, more often than not, it kind of brings a negative response when I'm working at the firehouse because it means, you know, something's happening and we're going on a call and, you know, it's, you know, I could be sleeping in the middle of the night in a dark bunk room. And then all of a sudden we have these loud alarms going off again, just bringing a complete negative response. All these sounds and uh, sights and sounds that we're going through today, these are all things that make me happy, and anytime I hear them, I know I'm in Disney World and I'm in my happy place, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, this will be a fun episode. For those people who uh, who need a little pick-me-up, get ready because we are bringing the Magic Kingdom to your ears. Uh, we're going to start with our number 10. These are in no really particular order. We just came up with our 10, and we are going to talk about one of these sounds that at 3 p.m. when I hear this come over the speakers... I get a little excited because I get to see some of my favorite characters from Fantasyland make their way through the Magic Kingdom.
2: Hear ye, hear ye, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Magic Kingdom. You are warmly invited to join Mickey Mouse and his Fantasyland friends for a magical celebration in the streets.
1: Dreams will come true. Hearts will soar,
2: and you will become a part of the magic. For the time has come to take your places and prepare to welcome the wondrous and wonderful Disney Festival of Fantasy Parade! Away we go! It's a festival of
1: fantasy Mike? Festival of Fantasy. This tends to be my rope drop. You know, that 3 o'clock time. This is when we kind of stroll into the parks. Um, you know, many times I'm just kind of going through the gates and I hear this announcement that, hey, listen, I'm going to be graced with an amazing parade. And, uh, you know, that's like I said, this is kind of the time that we like to roll into the parks. We're, we're a, much of a park closing kind of people. Um, you know, we do the pool and stuff during the day. We've talked about how we do our vacations a 100 times. That, you know, I'm not going to rehash on that. But, uh, but, yeah, this tends to be one of the first things I hear when I walk into Magic Kingdom on a usual day. I never thought about that. You are
0: right. This this is our rope drop. This is our anthem for us 3PMers, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's pretty solid. I never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, you're 100% right. Most of the time I am walking in right at 3, and I get to hear that amazing voice come over of, ladies and gentlemen, you know. Uh, it, it, and yeah. let me get your opinion, guys. Mm-hmm. Over the years, the amount of times we've gone... Mike, are you still a parade guy? I don't see you ever sitting waiting for a parade, but I no, can see you
1: watching a parade if it went by. The only parade that we actually obviously stop for would be the, you know, the Boo You parade. Yeah, that's a must. I mean, that's one that we'll make sure we get a spot for. We want to see that. The usual everyday parade, kind of if we're if we're wandering into the parks and we wind up getting a good spot where we can kind of stand, we'll catch in some of it but it's not going to be one of those things where I have to do it. And sometimes when you get those parades, it gives you a good opportunity at that time to get on a ride because a lot of people want to get off the rides to see the parade, especially the first-timers. So you might get a little bit of a less wait sometimes. You know, you might want to head over to Pirates because people from that area started heading over towards where the parade's going to be. So you might get a little bit less of a wait time. And if you're just walking into the parks and you don't have anything set up yet, it's a good way to do that. Um, if If we wind up walking in and we find a good empty spot, I'm not going to muscle my way in for somebody that's been standing there the entire time but every once in a while you find a dead spot in the crowd and if you get a good spot that's usually where we'll stop and just kind of take it all in uh
2: dan is this a is this a go-to parade for you well so like when we first went yeah absolutely like we would we would stake out a spot you know 20 minutes early and we would sit down relax and and watch the parade go by nowadays like we don't really make it a priority but i swear it seems every time like especially looking back at our last few trips you know as long as we're anywhere in that parade route once you start hearing that music and the parade's coming by, you know we will stake out a spot then. And, and again, like like Mike said, you can you can really sit anywhere along that parade route. You can find somewhere. At least my boys are a little older now, so they're they're at least a little taller, so we don't have to be you know completely up front to be able to see everything. And it just so happens the last few trips that we've been down, we really didn't plan to watch the parade. But once you hear the announcement and you hear the music, uh, we just kind of stop in our in our uh, tracks and we. We, we watch the parade every time. so
0: Yeah, that's the way we think. are, too. It's like, I don't know. I, I really do. And this is a fun, fun, fun parade. I mean, the uh, we did a whole episode on this. I'd have to look back and see what episode that was. But we did a whole episode on it. Um, but there is something really special about that. Soundbite you get at the first of the parade when you know what's coming. And you've got 20 minutes of fun coming your way of these characters you love. Uh, it is a great, great soundbite from the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Boys, let's move on to number nine. Mike, I'm coming to you because this is something that I love unless I'm sleeping. And that is the incredible boats and the whistle that you hear as they're entering to dock to either pick you up or take you, uh, pick you up or drop you off from the Magic Kingdom. (laughs)
1: yeah one of my favorite modes of transportation to get to uh to get to magic kingdom um it's one of my f- old time favorite ways if I can make it a point to get on a friendship boat that horn that that horn we all know um if you're staying at any of the resorts that are alone in the water you'll know that horn very well too but uh that horn as you're pulling into the you know to the dock over at magic kingdom it's a great horn to hear because you know your 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 day in the park is about to start.
0: Uh, Dan, we just did an episode, episode 16 or 7, 17 of uh, Universal Unleashed is going to be transportation. Am I right about that? Yep. 17? Correct. 17. Yeah. Uh, I, so here's the thing, just so all the DDP family knows. We've recorded like eight <laughs> shows. So like, many. At least I've recorded like eight shows in the last like four days, just because we want to put out as much content as possible, even though we're out of town for a couple weeks. Um so all the, everything's kind of running together for me. So if I get sidetracked and call this the way with me travel podcast or the universal unleashed podcast or split stays or hometown <laughs> kingdom or two men in the mouse or uh any of the other shows that we do just bear with me. We got this. Um you know the boats are a they're my favorite mode of transportation at Disney. We talked about the best mode of transportation at Universal on episode 17. Uh, if you're not checked it out, go over and check out Universal Unleashed, Knights, or Universal Unleashed. We have our Knights of Fear event coming up September the 13th through the 17th. Of course, get a hold of us, Dan at AwayWithMeTravel.com, Justin at com, and we will get you down there to have fun with us there. Um, where do they stack up for you? Because you don't typically stay on the monorail loop, if I'm if I'm being correct.
2: No, correct. Yeah, we, we have stayed at the Poly a number of times. And with the Poly, I mean, we will take that friendship boat over from the Poly occasionally. But I don't know. It, the boys and I, we, we really love the monorail, so we we more often than not we will take the monorail. But again, at night too, even when we're leaving, uh, maybe we'll hop on that boat. But again, it's just it's just the sights and sounds as you're whether you're coming off the monorail or you're coming off the boat or you're you know coming off a bus. Hearing those sights and sounds, hearing the the the, the horn uh, from the boats as you're like going into Magic Kingdom. Again, it's just it just puts me in my happy place when I hear those sounds. So again, this is this is a great spot.
0: Hey, Mike. Uh, so Sundays here in Charleston are trash day, right? So we put mm-hmm. our trash out and they pick them up on Mondays. And uh, this week we had a ton of trash because Riley redid her rooms so and she got rid of a bunch of stuff. So she kind of filled up the trash can bef- before we could get all stuff out. So I was putting bags of trash just in the garage because I'll sneak out tonight after we get done recording. I'll put them mm-hmm. in other neighbors' trash cans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to mm-hmm. get rid of them. Uh, but my, my garage, because I had all this trash in the garage, and of course it's like hundred degree days here in Charleston, it's super hot, smelled like the monorail. Like it smelled <laughs> like a mixture of just <laughs> like feet and, uh, and, and, you know, mold. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why anyone chooses the monorail over the friendship boats to get from
1: the poly to the Magic Kingdom. It no, just, you have that fresh air in the boat. You have that little bit of breeze. a breeze coming off the water. Oh, yeah, beautiful, it's, a great beautiful transportation. Views. The uh, you know the, the the natural air conditioning is always working, unlike the monorail. Sometimes when you get in there, and the artificial air conditioning is not working well. And you know, I like a cold room in a cold area. So, uh, yeah, I I prefer much rather be on the boat than uh, taking the monorail. Over. You know what I know else? People can... are nostalgic about the monorail, but I think it's had its days. You know what else I can do, Mike? What's that?
0: I can jump out and get to land if I need to. Like if you're mm-hmm. on the monorail, you're in the catacomb of death up up there, up uh, high in the <laughs> sky uh you know the the petri dish that is the monorail then uh yeah i just don't think you can i don't think you can do it,
1: it i agree it
2: yeah. is, it um, is anyway. not that bad it is yeah the monorail, that is, bad. the
0: monorail is the monorail is like it, the monorail <laughs> is uh the monorail is like a stinky shin guard after a weekend of soccer. Like that's for those soccer parents out there. You're going, yeah, I kind of get it. I understand. It'll you know stinks up the whole thing. Um, look, and we might say good things about the monorail later in this list, yeah. but you know, let's exactly. bash it down because we're on friendship <laughs> boat team right now. Uh, moving on, Dan. This incredible attraction. Like you got three kids. They were young at one point, and we are talking about the intro to right before you ride Dumbo, that amazing sound.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is a ride, again, we, we don't really hit this one quite as much anymore with the boys being older, but I know our first few trips there, uh, this was something that we, we had to hit every time. And hearing that sound, uh, Emmett especially loves this ride. Uh, I think he loves it more because of that—that that, the 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 weight where you can just basically run around and play, like he every time we go there he gets mad if you know there's either no, a no weight or we get called too quickly because he just wants to just spend so much time in there and again, just just the sound of the ride itself uh, just brings back a lot of memories and I love it.
0: You know, it's a bummer is that never reopened after COVID.
2: Yeah, that's that's crazy.
0: It's kind of a shame. I mean, to be honest, because that was a really novel idea. For parents in the park.
2: And you would think at some point they would bring that back. I mean, they brought back so much already. Uh, I mean, again, it's just I, I little kids love it. I don't know why they wouldn't, you know, allow that to happen.
0: What's your take on this has nothing to do with the show. I'm going to take us. I'm gonna veer us off to the side. As I'm recording, I'm hearing fireworks, golf and distance. Mike, what's your take on fireworks? When is the appropriate time to put them off before and after July 4th?
1: Well, we're in a, we're in the weekend right now. You yeah. Know, I mean, Sunday nights, Saturday night, people having parties. So, you know, uh, I would say the weekend before and the weekend after is appropriate, and then obviously during the week of because people, you know, with working stuff have to do their uh, you know the specific lifestyle. So, I think the weekend before and the weekend after is the appropriate time, and that midweek in between because obviously the the holiday is falling midweek this week. So, um, I would say this weekend's fine, and so is next weekend.
0: Let me give you this. I I agree. I think you have a seven day window. I think you mm-hmm. go Friday to Friday. So I think you go, or Friday to su- the following Sunday. So like really like nine days. I think you have th- this window of opportunity to put off fireworks. I can't wrap my head around people who freak out. Like I have a dog that's terrified of fireworks. Yeah. Okay, it's, it, he'll be fine. He's going to be okay. Uh, Dan, as a firefighter, I'm sure you get more calls during 4th of July than just about any other time of the year.
2: I mean here and there it does happen. I mean I don't mind it uh y- being the cheap person I am. I, I have no no problem with <laughs> Dan's people. like have a sparkler kid
0: and you <laughs> share them too.
2: People in the neighborhood want to set off fireworks and I could watch them. <laughs> hey, that's great because again it's I in my opinion, it is a complete waste of money. I, you're you're basically burning your money. Uh, am I really that entertained by, you know, the kind of fireworks that I can purchase, actually in, in Illinois here, they're illegal. But there's plenty of people oh, that really. Oh yeah, you could go to Indiana. Put, <laughs> people go to Indiana, they get the illegal fireworks, they bring them here, they light them off. But even that, like the amount of money you're going to spend to get such a small show compared to what I'm going to get at the Magic Kingdom, it's not worth it for me. So like again, if any of my neighbors want to do it, go ahead. You know, I'll, I'll I'll pay attention to the show, but I'm not wasting my money on it.
0: Yeah, oh, no. We I, I'll go waste money tomorrow. Tomorrow's July third, so I'll be going and dropping, dropping a few Benjamins on oh. some uh, on some blowy yuppies in the sky. So I'm excited. <laughs> uh, let's move on, Mike, to the next one. We're going back on the water, and we're talking about the Liberty Square Riverboat. Mark Twain, Mark Three,
1: Mark Four. Four
2: deep mark 4 engine room ahead 3 quarters stand by steady as she goes captain welcome aboard the liberty bell I'm your captain Horace Bixby and my pilot with me here on the Texas deck is a young that, that whistle goes by the
0: name of, of the Mark Twain is just something special when you're walking through the Magic Kingdom.
1: Yeah, and it's... As you walk into that whole Liberty Square, if you're coming down from the you know the Haunted Mansion, if you're even waiting online in the queue on the outside of the Haunted Mansion, and you hear that, you always have to kind of take a peek over and look at it. And it's a, you know it's a tremendous boat. It's huge. Um, it's, it's very grandiose. It's got some uh, really cool architecture to it, and you know it's got its place in history, so to speak. And um, yeah, I, I love that noise of that boat. It, you know that whole you know paddle wheel going in the back. Uh, even even besides the wheel, I mean even besides the horn, hearing that water to churn over that you know over that paddle is very cool too so uh very very cool very cool item to have there in the uh, liberty square and a very cool sound bite you get out of that yep 100 percent
0: um you can tell i'm on disneyland uh my mind's on because i said the mark twain that's only in disneyland (laughs) was this is the liberty square (laughs) riverboat um so i'm like all in on disneyland dca right now um dan how how many times has your family done this? Have you taken time out of the day to go and actually ride? I yeah, the I, of America there. I have only
2: been on the riverboat one time. I Jen and the boys have been on multiple times because I'm the type that you know is just like you know i'm 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 regimented. I'm marching along. I love the sound. I love watching the riverboat go around, but you know i'm I'm gonna be guilty and say that I've only been on one time. I think it was one of our first few years there uh, that we went I actually went on as a whole family on the riverboat. But, again, love love watching it go by. We go to Tom Sawyer's Island all the time. So, you you know, usually Jen and I will stake out a spot and we'll just kind of watch the, the, the boat go by a couple of times while the boys are just, you know, wreaking habit on Tom Sawyer's Island. So, again, great spot.
0: Yep, absolutely love it. Mike, the next one, we're right there. You can hear it from the riverboat. And that's the incredible Big Thunder Mountain. Had it, partners? For your safety, remain seated with your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the train
2: and be sure to watch your kids. If any of you folks are wearing hats or glasses, best remove them because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness.
1: Yeah, and without uh, Splash Mountain being active right now, you definitely hear it a lot more because you used to hear that drop of the Splash Mountain, but now you hear the Big Thunder Mountain, you hear that, the ambiance in that area. Um, one of my favorite rides. I think it's one of Sammy's first ever roller coaster rides. So that will always have a special place in our heart.
0: Yeah, when you get the the most exciting ride in the wilderness, Dan. It is look. That's the one thing we've always said Magic Kingdom needed more of was thrill attractions. Up until recently, we didn't really have much. You still claim that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train's a thrill attraction? It's not. It's the uh, worst. You talk about. I'd rather spend my money on fireworks and spend it on the Lightning Lane for for uh, for that. Um, but Big Thunder actually gives you a thrill. It's something fun to go do.
2: I'm, I'm gonna die on that mountain, but you know yeah, it's gonna be a lonely <laughs> mountain. I'll tell you that much. But you no, know, I I love this ride. And again, hearing that sound as you are in the queue and as you're kind of getting closer to the you know to the ride vehicle to get on the ride. Again, just another one of the sounds that I love when I'm at Disney World. It makes me know that I'm home. And, and, and again, this is a great ride. Uh, we won't talk about whether or not I, I would put it ahead of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train because we wanted to make this a, a shorter show. So
0: We could have put Seven Dwarfs <laughs> Mine Train on this list, and we intentionally did not. Why? Because think. you got outvoted, and no one needs <laughs> to see. Hi-ho. It's literally the only thing, the only redeeming quality <laughs> of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is the fact that it's a 38-inch height requirement. And that it has that one scene of you going through the mine.
2: And it it's is, the only redeeming quality. It it has a great photo pass uh, oh, picture stop for the ride. It. Oh plus, stop! Plus you get the video stop. as well. But hey, let's not talk about that. Well,
0: not just that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hold on, hold <laughs> on, hold on. And then do you remember? Do you remember, guys, when they came out? I never forget when Imagineering puts out the the uh, the videos. And Mike, they were like. Look at this new attraction. Look, the they they move from side to side. And I swear on the video, these guys were like going almost upside down, like they were going all there, you know, like crazy. And all of a sudden you ride this thing and I, I get more movement out of my computer chair than I do out of uh
1: out of these mm-hmm. things that swing side to side. Yep, I yeah, it's I'm glad we kind of did it. The kids did it when they were little, and we kind of you know had our fun with it. But yeah, it's it's a little bit of a smoke and mirrors when it comes to how great it actually is. But you know, Dan loves it, so you know, whatever it is, what it is, I'm sure it has a special place in Dan's heart. I already know laugh. what the DDP family's thinking.
0: They're like, what's happening? Justin's normally so happy, yeah, and so nice, and he's just on one tonight. Well, let me go ahead and tell you something. I'm going to be getting on my soapbox in uh, the Patron episode to talk about oogie boogie bash tickets okay oh. <laughs> so if you want to hear it go click the link believe the link believe the link beneath <laughs> below wow uh and for as little as two dollars a month you become a patron member and you can check this out because i am going to absolutely destroy oogie boogie his bash and everything that goes along with it um yeah so with that said let's move on because there is the next one is the one that i love maybe more than anyone and that is the ghost host
2: welcome foolish mortals to the haunted mansion i am your host your ghost host <laughs> kindly step all the way in please and make room for everyone there's no turning back now
0: uh dan this one is i think this may be one of the most iconic sound bites of all of Walt Disney World,
2: yeah, and, and you know what? like like the first year we went, you know, I enjoyed the ride, but maybe I just didn't you know understand you know the the history of the ride and and as as the years have gone by, that has now become one of the rides that we have to go on every time. and you know and and I know theres times that you can kind of skip that queue, but we don't even want to skip that queue. Uh, it, it, you know again, the at least with the first year we got there, I think Emmett got a little bit scared in that in that first room, but again, mm. it's it's a ride we want to hit every time. And, again, this is, you know, it, this is probably one of my favorites at MK.
0: You know, and that's the cool part, too, is you can experience it or you can actually tell the cast member, hey, we want to skip because, you know, my little one may get a little scared or, you know, Jin might get a little scared, something all like that. All the time, all the time. And you can you can usher her through that back door and kind of get her, get her to safety. Mike, hearing that monologue from the ghost host, literally, I... I I don't know if I can come up with another attraction because we have a lot of other stuff on here. I don't know if I can come up with another attraction that has a soundbite that is as iconic as the ghost host
1: monologue. No, I mean, and we've talked about it in the episodes before. Uh, I mean, we obviously spent a lot of time talking about the Haunted Mansion itself and the greatness of it. And um, you know, th- there are very, there are very few people that have that great iconic voice um, that have that creepy kind of monotone, kind of gives you chills down your spine. And that's definitely one of those kinds of tones that does that.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Let's move along because now we're gonna board. The thing that I kind of bashed earlier, but now I'm going to talk great things about it because it's up next at number four on our list. And that is something you see on t shirts, you see it on coffee mugs. People say it when it comes on, everyone's saying it in the car with you. They're holding their nose from the smell, but they're saying the words. And that is the soundbite from the monorail. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse
1: alejado de las puertas.
0: Mike, the monorail, it is an iconic. Uh, mode of transportation at Walt Disney World. It is something that Walt Disney thought of years and years ago. Uh, still in this, to this day, it serves as an attraction in Disneyland. Um, famous iconic photos on the monorail with Walt Disney and Richard Nixon. It is, at the time, such a futuristic way to transport guests. The monorail, although it needs a lot of love, is still to this day, when you see a Disney World commercial, the monorail normally has a place in it. Those words when you board, please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, montango, sierras, jados, de los portes. I'm sure I butchered that. Um, <laughs> but still, absolutely iconic, Mike.
1: Yeah, you know, when I visited the parks in the 80s with my parents, that was the best way to get around. I mean, now it's it's great, but that that announcement, uh, much like a New York City subway, just kind of sticks with you. It's part of your, you know, it's ingrained in your brain, and um, it's um it's definitely something that people have a, Huge love for and a huge you know fond memory of. It's definitely a memory that I've had in the past. Like I said, I try not to use the monorail as much as I can, but um, but yeah, no, it's it's, it's definitely an iconic and it's definitely a earns its place in soundbite history when it comes to Disney World.
0: Dan, when he said ingrained in the brain, did you go ingrained <laughs> in the membrane? <laughs> ingrained in, in the, the brain.
2: brain. <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't even have to ask me. You know, I love this. You know, I I I've I've owned a T shirt with that saying on it. My, my wallet, which is kind of like torn up now, but it is, it is, it has the monorail on it. So like, I love the monorail. Now, let me ask you gentlemen, this, and I know this was back in like 2018, 2019, they said they, they said they were going to replace them. they were going to order new ones. Mm -hmm. So if, if that actually ever comes to fruition and they have brand new monorails on that track, will you change your mind? Is it just the fact that they're old and kind of decrepit and they stink and, you know, they break down occasionally Or if they have new ones, are you going to have a a changed
1: mind? I'd be happy to ride them if they were newer. I mean, you know, a little newer technology, maybe some, you know, updated, a little bit more comfortable seating in them, you know, a little bit more passenger room, maybe a little bit more, um, you know, friendly to a larger crowd of people. Sometimes they get very crowded. You don't even have a lot of people in there. So, yeah, no, I would hope to see a a newer car. I'd be completely cool with that. I'd be fine with it. I just feel like they break down on time. I I literally, that's my thing. I
0: don't like. I mean, we all know this about me. I don't like being stuck places. So, whenever I get stuck somewhere and it tends to happen, even though I know they're just waiting for like a monorail to depart, like one of the other stations, there's something about the boats. I just, I look, I'm outside, I'm open. It's like, I'm right there. I don't like the idea of this thing breaking down and me being stuck up there for a long period of time. Like, I'm like, I, I don't know. It just. Yeah, I, I would definitely ride them more. I, I just – and also, I feel like everyone flocks to the monorail, like, at the end of the night or, or other times. Like, I just feel like it's – don't be wrong. I do ride them. Um, but I would choose the friendship boats over these. But I will say this. The monorail sound is better than the friendship boat sound. So I love <laughs> the friendship boat whistles. But that saying that you get whenever uh, everyone boards is just something special. People – I mean, our great friends at Two Men and the Mouse use it in their show yeah like it is a fantastic fantastic sound bite whenever you're visiting the magic kingdom, speaking of visit the magic kingdom, this is one you can hear uh no matter where you're at you're inside the magic kingdom mike you're at uh the contemporary the poly the grand Floridian wilderness lodge t t c and that is the sound of as Dan puts it, money burning in the air <laughs> uh fireworks- br- uh bursting over the magic kingdom because i don't think any trip to the Magic Kingdom is complete without the sound of fireworks in your ears.
1: Yeah, and, you know, when you're... Walking around the park, you tend to hear that, and you kind of obviously turn and look, and you say, then you realize, hey, what time is it? It might be fireworks time, and um, sometimes you wind up standing in Tomorrowland, and you get a great view of the fireworks. You happen to be, you know, maybe on the people mover, and you get a great view of the castle with the fireworks behind it. Um, sometimes the fireworks just pop up, you know, randomly during the day because they have those, you know, midday shows, and you kind of hear the crackling and the snapping of going off of the uh, the fireworks, and it's very cool. And, um, I'm, you know, I'm a fireworks person. I don't mind spending a few bucks and uh, watching my money burn. I, enjoy that. I know Dan's uh, cringing at what we're talking about, but um, but yeah, no, and, and and the funny part is Dan thinks he's getting off free by going to the Magic Kingdom. Believe me, your vacation was not free. You paid for every one of those sparkles and sprinkles and things that you see over the sky. Uh, so yes, your your money did contribute to that. As much as you think it's free, keep telling yourself that. You paid for those fireworks too, my friend.
0: Let me tell you something right now. Dan's never seen a, a dollar burn because Dan only keeps nickels in his wallet, okay? He just, he just, he just he's like, uh-uh, I will pinch nickels. my pennies and I'll Nickel- I'll keep my nickels in my wallet, and everything else is in the bank under a safe. He's he's a, he's a, like over at Hogwarts, you know, where the where the goblins are watching his money. <laughs> um, he's not he's not doing any of that. Dan, fireworks are such an important key part to the story of the Magic Kingdom with the kiss Goodnight. night. Um, it's Fourth of July every single day on Main Street, and that's why we have fireworks. It's it's crucial. I think going to the Magic Kingdom not hearing fireworks would be just a really weird weird day in Magic Kingdom.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, having money burning in the air at at Magic Kingdom, just somehow it it seems better than when I'm here at home. I, there's just nothing compares. Like, and then when you hear happily ever after after start, like it's just I love it. Uh, I would I would be there every night if possible. Uh, I think the last time we were there was in January, and uh, and we finally got. Actually, we, unfortunately, we did not get to see Happily Ever After. So, that is that is one thing that I I can't wait to get back to MK4 to be able to see Happily Ever After. But again, fireworks at, at Magic Kingdom are phenomenal, and you know I, I have I have a meme that I put out usually like every Fourth of July, and I was like, this is the day where all Disney fans out there go watch their you know their town's fireworks and say meh it's just okay because we're used yeah. to fireworks at at disney and they just don't compare in my my opinion
0: um moving on to number 2 mike this one was a tough one for us mhm because if you remember like a couple of years ago we actually gave away a magic band reader mm-hmm. uh and that was a super cool giveaway somebody won a magic band reader well, you lara and i fee,
1: i believe won it yeah uh, how was it lara fee i believe won lara that lara fee
0: won it nice yep I remember I was at your house, and we were playing with it before we, before we picked the <laughs> yep. winner. Do you remember that? Yep, I remember. <laughs> uh, and that is number two. We're, of course, talking about that incredible tone you get when you scan your Magic Band as you're entering the Magic Kingdom.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool it's a really cool sound. I love that Magic Band reader. I kind of wish I would have bought one for myself. Um it has got that cool tone. It's kind of like, you know when I said you hear the friendship boat with the horn going off, you kind of know you're about to start your day. But that really means you start your day and you you've just entered the park and uh, it's 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 a really cool tone. I know certain Magic Bands. There are certain limited edition ones where you can get, and it gives you a you know even some of a little other tones and stuff, and maybe some sound effects. But the regular, you know, as you're walking in, and you're scanning your band, put your finger on there, and you hear that ding ding noise. That's that's a fantastic noise. So Dan, I
0: have on my account, I have like sixty some Magic Bands. I think I deactivated a bunch of them, but I have a bunch. And I have not I've not made the purchase of a Magic Band Plus. Are you guys getting Magic Band Pluses for Disneyland? Yes, I might. We're just going to get one when you get out
1: there. Well, Probably. Yeah. yeah.
2: I Did have Did you one, already order it? I have one from, from, uh, Disney world. So the magic Fan oh, okay. pluses. Yep. They should, they should work out in Disneyland. Hopefully they will. Jen ordered one and we ordered, uh, uh, some for the boys as well. So they should be here before we go. And again, I just, that's, it's one of the things that I love. I mean, like you said, you have like 60 of them. I think I almost have that many because on, on our trips, we did a lot of split stays, like, mm-hmm. you know, from 2016 to 2019, we did multiple s- split stays. And at that time when magic bands were included in your vacation, you could get multiple magic bands. And, you know, being, being who I am, I was like, well, yeah, let's get more magic bands. So we had like a magic band for our stay at the Poly and then for our stay at the Beach Club and, you know, so on and so forth. And so we have a ton of them. I love that sound. Uh, I actually had a client that uh, was in the process of, of building one and making one. Uh, So I'm waiting for him to reach back out to me to see, you know, hey, you know, maybe I can order one for home because he was he was getting all techie into it. He was like, I can I can have it, you know, turn lights on in the room and do this and do that. I'm like, hey, I just want I just want that sound in my house. So. But listen, yeah, it, it is it's fantastic.
0: You need to give them my email, okay? We'll set up a we'll set up a, a trade out. We'll we'll plug some stuff on here, okay? <laughs> you 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 provide some merch. We'll listen, that's the one thing. So we've always been like, ah, we're not really. you know, we we've talked about getting back into the the advertising game a little bit, but we just want merch. We want like hey dudes to give away to the DDP family. We want like, you know, uh Manscape got a hold of us. I think that'd be a weird giveaway though. I don't think we'll I don't think we'll do that one. So <laughs> Yeah, I, think we
1: more, I think we have more women in the podcast than we, we do. do. Uh, we do. Yeah, I think we have a higher population of women that listen to the show yeah. a over the guys. So, yeah, I don't think they want men's grooming products. Yeah, I don't think they do either. Mm.
0: Uh, so, yeah, the Magic Bands are huge. I've got a few specialty ones that make the special um, tones, which is always fun. And I absolutely love that. You know you're entering the magic. You know your day's about to start. Once you scan that Magic Band, you hear that awesome tone. Let's move on to our number one. This, for me, is such a cool cool sound because i missed it for so long and now that it is back it really says to me not only am i inside the magic kingdom but also this screams walt disney this screams his vision for the parks and for what we have in central florida with walt disney world and that is the train whistle of the magic kingdom trains Dan, this for me says I'm in the Magic Kingdom.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is one of those sounds, and it, it's like I said earlier. It's just like when you're when you're entering, uh, you know, the Magic Kingdom. Like just getting it either off the monorail, off the boat, you hear all those other sounds. But I love it when when the train is in the station there at at, at Main Street, and you can hear the train, uh, you know, taking off there. Uh, I I loved it, you know, years ago when they basically opened the park there at at Main Street uh, Terminal there uh, and then the train would take off or actually would bring the characters in and then take off. Again, this is just one of the things I am guilty of not always riding on the train. And then we lost the train for so many years. You kind of take it for granted and then all of a sudden it's gone. So I'm super happy that it's back now and just love hearing that sound as you're basically going all throughout the park because you can hear that train whistle.
0: Mike, the train is everything for me. I, I, it's not only is it a great mode of transportation if you wanting to get around, um, but it's the story to it, and to be able to hear that whistle whenever you're coming up. If you, if you, if you get the timing right, and you can't really time it, but if you're walking up to the Magic Kingdom, and you get a, you know, you rode the boat, and you got to hear, you know, the amazing uh, whistle on the boat. And then you get there and you scan your Magic Band and maybe the festival of fantasy parade's going on in the background. And then you get the train that's coming through and is whistling too. And you're knocking out four out of ten of our great sound bites that you make you know you're in the Magic Kingdom. The train is such a cool, cool sound. And now that we have it back, I think more and more people need to take this to, to take the time whenever they're there to ride the train, experience it like Walt wanted you to.
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, just my last trip which is my most recent trip was when we go went down to see Joe and the amazing Rick and we got to go do the pre, you know, the pass holder preview of Tron and uh, one of the most important rides we got to do that day was taking the train ride because it was one of the first times that it opened since um, since all of that had been going on and uh, me, Rick and Joe got to ride the train that day and you got to FaceTime you, you got to come along with our ride a little yeah. bit and you were saying hello to everybody on the train and you know doing what Justin does and being as silly and goofy as usual um, so yeah, it's it's an important ride to us it's an important experience to us and it's an important part of history to us and um, once we had that opportunity to go back on and I made sure I did it and that uh, nostalgic sound of that you know that whistle going off is just something that's really special
0: yeah it was one of those things where uh, I really uh, you know I was really happy to be able to FaceTime with you guys, and, and everyone around you, I think, enjoyed the fact that I just kept screaming,
2: choo-choo,
0: choo-choo, <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm sure that that, that added to their train ride. Uh, guys, look, there are so many great sounds all around Walt Disney World, but today we wanted to focus on the Magic Kingdom. In the future, we will go over to Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and of the resorts, and we will do some of the great sound bites from around those properties as well. But the Magic Kingdom is the place where all the magic starts. And so we're excited to take you there. We hope you enjoyed this trip into the Magic Kingdom, onto some of the transportation modes that will take you there to be able to hear those amazing sound bites that lets you know, hey, I'm here and I'm in the middle of the magic.
1: Yeah, very cool sound bites play a really important part of your vacation. But what I think plays an even more important part of your vacation, aside from the sound bites, is sharing those memories and taking pictures. And I'm sure you guys are getting some great pictures on your vacation. And you should post them to our DDP Facebook page because we have an amazing DDP Facebook page. And we have some amazing DDP family members that post some great pictures. And it brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week.
0: Picks of the the Week. Picks of Picks of Picks of the Week time for it's us time
1: to get our picks, to get of the get picks of the Week. Picks of the Week, my favorite thing. Justin, what's your pick of the week?
0: Oh, I'm excited. I get to go first. I never go first. Uh, I'm going to go with the great Anker. Uh, he put Disney Disney everywhere in less than two weeks until the land. He will be on Disneyland hanging with us. And he has Mickey Waffles on a plate for his uh, little ones there. And I'm so stoked. That is keeping it Disney in your life uh every single day and that's what we tell you to do look listen to this show use this as a uh, venue to take you to the parks and then uh you know keep it disney keep it positive keep it fun and that's the uh that's the great part about about being a disney dad or a disney mom is that you
1: can do those little things in life to always keep disney a part of it very cool love that family uh hey you know justin is he coming to uh halloween horror nights as well too he is coming I to weights. Just wait Anker, Anker to... too,
0: man. Oh. Just Anker. Yeah, Anker's coming down without without. Uh, so, I, Amy, we'll take care of him. He will be fine. <laughs> I don't know about that. Sure. Won't, you know? He'll be okay. We'll make sure he's a good. You know, he's it's fine. She might be, re- she might be
1: rethinking her decision now.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anker will be there.
1: Okay. All right. Very cool, uh, Dan. What's your pick of the week?
2: Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Greg McLean. Uh, he posted, we're staying at, uh, Saratoga Springs, Saratoga Joe's favorite resort, uh, and happened upon this stitch sitting on the beach. My youngest is having a ball with it. Anyone else run across one? This is actually really awesome. I've never seen it. It was a stitch with a note on it said, be creative and spread joy, a gift for you. Uh, this, again, this is why I love Disney. Uh, you, I don't know if this was, you know, just a random, uh, you know, Someone that was staying at Saratoga that just wanted to kind of, you know, spread some magic to another guest or if it was from a cast member. But again, so awesome. Again, one of the main reasons we love Disney.
1: Very cool, great pick. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Adam Carter because he's kind of doing the opposite of what we're doing. Because so his family is visiting Disney World from California, and obviously we're going out to California, you know, very shortly. And his first experience riding Flight of Passage, and we're going to have a lot of first experiences out there. Uh, and it blew his mind, and he can't wait to possibly get an Avatar Land out there. And he he loved every minute of it. He's got some great pictures from there, and I hope Adam's having a great vacation. And uh, maybe we'll see you out there in the West Coast. Maybe we'll cross paths. And uh, Adam, you have my pick of the week.
0: Absolutely love it. Uh, DDP family, such awesome things going on with YDF Media and the DDP family. Of course, we have our family of shows. You can check them all out. Everything from Two Men the Mouse to Hometown Kingdom to Split Stays to DDP. And of course, Universal Unleashed September the 19th or September 13th through the 17th. September, Dan. Mike, so Dan is doing test listens now for Universal Unleashed. And Mm -hmm. three different times I said... Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear set, July 13th through the 17th and Dan's like Tess is good to drop you're good buddy just drop away and I happen to listen to the episode which I don't you know this I don't listen back mm-hmm. often on episodes and I happen to listen to it and because we were driving to the mountains and I literally every time I did it I looked at Katie and I was like he was supposed to test this. Um, so, which means he just put it on the background and just got busy doing other things. Uh, so, anyway, come join us September the 13th through the uh, 17th, Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear. That is Halloween Horror Nights, and that is uh, an adult only vacation. Dan at Away With Me Travel, Justin Away With Me Travel, and come join us for fun, fright, fear, everything in between. Uh, I'm super stoked about that. Of course, the Away with, Tra- with Me Travel podcast is back. Come check out Dan, Jamie, and myself over there talking about everything travel. Just did an episode on Kennedy Space Center, lots of fun. If you're down in the Central Florida area and you want to head over to Space Coast, you can go over there and check that out. How to uh, how to attack the Kennedy Space Center and make the most out of your day is over there, uh, guys. When this episode drops, I'm doing the math in my head. We'll be heading west, mm-hmm. and I am I could you two will literally be on a plane. I could not be more excited. Because, Mike, I'm going to get a little uh, sentimental here. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, when we started this, never in my wildest dreams could I have imagined that we would ever have a DDP family vacation. And now this is our third. And you know, coming out of COVID, we would have had more. Mm-hmm. But coming out of COVID, we've had some incredible times. And the fact that we get to get the family together and this incredible group of people come together. At a place that we love, and a lot of a lot of them, it's it's their first time experiencing Disneyland. Dude, this is what it's all about. This is what you know. People always ask me, like, when you podcast, why do you do it? You know, like, what what's it for? And it's like, well, I will tell you what, it's not for. It's to make money. Um, (laughs) It is for absolutely creating these moments where we get to spend with these people. That we love so much and create these memories. And look, we're already planning well in advance for future DDP trips. I will go and tell you this. I'm going to drop this right now, this little nugget. In 2025, there's a DDP trip that is going to be adults only to an island somewhere. Let's just say that. Mike knows about it. Mm -hmm. Dan knows about it. Joe knows about it. All right? It's going to be a lot of fun. So we will put that out there. And I cannot wait to spend time with the DDP family at an adults-only place uh, at an island that we will announce at a later date. Um, So with that said, Mike, we're there. It's coming. DDP uh, family vacation head on Disneyland is right around the corner. I hope you're having an awesome plane ride right now. Buddy, let's close this up. Let's take it to Patreon because our next episode... Me, you, Dan, Joe will be live in the place where Walt walks. Coming to the DDP family.
1: Man, I can't wait! I'm going to be chewing on a churro and you know skipping down Main Street. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time. I'm really looking forward to heading out west. Um, you know, it's the reality. I don't think has sunk in yet that you know because I guess I've just been so busy with working and doing stuff around here. So uh, I think once I actually get on that plane and you know start heading west and the bags are packed, it's going to be the reality is going to sink in. And uh, more importantly, as great as it's going to be, seeing every you know seeing. Disneyland itself, uh, seeing everybody that's that's so important to us and our family is going to be even is even greater than you know just a theme park. You know we love the theme park, we love what it stands for, but the the people that we get to spend time with is even more important, and because uh, that time can be limited sometimes, you know. And uh, that's what I'm really looking forward to: seeing everybody and having that face to face time and just really chilling out and enjoying our vacation. I was just pointing
0: to it. One of the bands, I got a couple different styles. Uh, I'm wearing right now tonight. Why? Because it just came in today. So for y'all, use you coming out west, we got lots of cool merch. We're bringing to you out there, Dan. This is your first DDP trip as a host. Um, is it any different now than it was before? Now that you've been behind the scenes and you see kind of what goes into this each and every week.
2: Well, I mean, I've i I've, I've been to every every trip so far, and so like really, in in all honesty, nothing's changed for me. Uh, I'm still kind of almost going down there as, as a listener too, because again, I I enjoy seeing all of our family, you know, seeing all the DDP family, you know, getting together with them, you know, whether it's walking the parks or, you know, getting together later at night or through the afternoon, having drinks, some dinner, whatever, Uh, you know, that's the part I love the most. And that, that's why I'm here. I mean, that that, that's what makes this special. I mean, I can't take credit for creating it. You guys created it. So I'm just kind of riding your coattails and, and, and just happy to be here. But, uh, you know, with that being said, you know I I've taken a little bit of a beating today with with the the monorail and Seven <laughs> Dwarves, and I can't I don't do very good at test listening, but hey, I have <laughs> thick skin, so I'm you know that's all right. I I love being here, and you know I I cannot wait to see you know whether it's you know just the guys here, all of our listeners. It's it's going to be a great time. I cannot wait.
0: I can't wait, man. It's going to be an absolute blast, and uh, we're going to create memories that literally last a lifetime. So it'll be stoked. But be on the lookout for those next DDP Today family vacations coming out real soon. If you couldn't make it to this one, there will be opportunities in the future for you to join us somewhere in the United States or an island in the Caribbean uh, to hang out and have a blast. Boys, absolutely fun. Love it. Let's head over to Patreon and let's chat over there about an amazing topic, and that is... How much could you eat of Disney snacks? It is July the 4th. The great Joey Chestnut will be shoving uh, hot dogs into his face very soon. And we're going to talk about Disney snacks and how much we could eat. Boys, I've had an absolute blast. DDP family have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Make someone smile. Smile yourself. And until next time, we will see you in Disneyland. See you real soon. Have a good night. Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward.
1: And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready
0: to begin. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.